Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day eight. Nakabi from the Kyushu Basho. We are halfway through this crazy old thing. <laughs> yep, we sure are. It's November. And today we were treated to a little bit of Magaki Oyakata on NHK coverage. It was the, the alcohol special. Alcohol <laughs> Literally. <laughs> they had their best guy on with him and spoke a lot about his uh, career and some of his favourite bouts and his relationship to other rikishi. And then he commentated the days, the Makuchi days. Yeah, I, I mean, there was amazing, uh, some amazing photos, some amazing bouts from his history. Uh, it was really quite special. Yeah, I think they would have been preparing for a while ever since he announced his retirement and it was just lovely to hear his thoughts on everything. He's quite philosophical. Mm. <laughs> I mean, obviously I didn't understand everything, but some of the things that you were saying that he says about the bouts were, were very high level. Yeah. There was that footage of, of uh, Hakuho and a few other rikishi visiting um, uh, northern Japan after the earthquake and tsunami. And then uh, that, I found that footage really touching. Yeah. Um, in a community center, you know, him doing his doyo iri mm. almost. And, you know, I mean, there might have been two or three hundred community members there, but it just, I found that quite touching. And, the Hakuho Cup. Oh, they the showed Huck a lot Huckahoe from that as well. Cup where he, was good. Every year he he was revered, sure, by a whole lot of kids, but he also gave of himself and, totally. and trained with them. And, and what about that photo of a young Onosho yep. who was a competitor in that very cup, yeah. poking his head over with the bushy head of hair? Yeah, and some very, very early footage of Hakuho training when he was so skinny Yeah, right back at the start. So lovely to see that. And I'm sure he'll be on many more times. So we'll be <laughs> treated to his insights. Absolutely. The weather today in Fukuoka was uh, 18 degrees Celsius, 65 Fahrenheit. A little bit cloudy today and we have some rain forecast for tomorrow. So everyone is looking forward to some variation <laughs> in the weather, me especially. We did Jurio live stream today. We did. And it stayed up. We were on air and it was great to talk about Jurio. Thank you so much for everyone who came and hung out with us and watched the great bouts today. It was a really exciting Jurio's Day action and we did stay up for all of it. Korakuzan, he kept the winning feeling as well. He triumphed over Kyokutaisei. Kyokutaisei now 2-6, but Korakuzan is 7-1, and one, just in very good form. Enho picked up yet another win, but how did you feel about this one? It was an absolutely massive henker. He then picked up Daishoho's foot, so it was given as an ashitori. Enho moves to five and three. Daisho, Daishoho is three and five. But how did you feel? Well, I think we've got to call these as we see them. This is a dog act. It, it kind of was. I mean, he's not even that desperate for wins. He's not going really. all right, He's Enho. going okay. I think he could have matched it with Daishoho. It's... Yeah, it was given Ashitori, but you don't end up grabbing the back of a guy's thigh if you're with, doing on a sumo. Without a big jump yeah. out of the way. Absolutely. Well, I think we have to call that one, even though it's the very popular Enho. In a battle of the 6-1 guys, Kotoshoho 
came up against Azamaru and it was Kodoshoho who came out on top. Azamaru doing very little today, just let himself be taken back. He's now 6-2 with that loss and Kodoshoho 7-1, looking fantastic. Bushozan had a couple of opportunities against Oho today, but he couldn't make anything stick. So Oho is still unbeaten and gets his Kachikoshi today, 8-0. Bushels on four and four. It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. I think uh, as we were calling this one, I think your comment around this match really illustrating Bushelzan's inability to win these 50-50 bouts. Yeah, he came forward well. Yeah, it looked he like he could do something there. He tried to throw. It looked like he could do something there. But, yeah, he, he just gets a bit stuck. And, I mean, he is a 50-50 wrestler and he's on four and four as <laughs> you'd expect. But, um, oh, gets his kachikoshi. Very impressive. Amazing. 8-0. And Wakamoto Haru was pumped after his win over Ichiyamamoto, a very strong win from him to take him to five and three. But Ichiyamamoto, he's still up there with six and two. Well, let me take you through the Jurio uh, leaderboard at this halfway point in the Basho. Oho out the front mm. by himself, unbeaten on eight wins. And we think he only needs about 10 to get up to Makuchi, perhaps 10 yeah. or 11. Yeah, I, that was something we were questioning today. What's at the front of his mind? Is it getting this Yusho or is it getting to Makuchi? I think why not both? <laughs> why not both? Well, one thing he can control and one thing he can't. <laughs> on seven wins, Kodoshoho and Kodokuzan. On six wins, Ichiyamamoto and Azamari falling off that pack today with those losses. Yep. The first bout of Makuchi was Shohozan against Sadanaumi. So two homeboys here, hometown battle. It was a good touchy eye, but then Sadanaumi just shoved Shohozan down to the side and thrust him out of the ring. Tsukiyotoshi, Sadanaumi, six and two. Yeah, it was, it was a beautiful, almost a hip and shoulder, wasn't it? Just perfectly applied to Shohozan. And it's like the harder Shohozan tries, the worse he does. Mm. It's kind of hard to watch at this point. He's on the road to cut Shikoshi now, Shohozan. He's one and seven, Sadanumi six and two. Kagiyaki was up next against Kaisei. Kagiyaki was in control. He dished out the Norua attacks, making it hard for Kaisei to get close. Kaisei was insistent, worked his way in, and that meant that Kagiyaki had to give some ground. Just as Kagiyaki looked as though he might be clawing his way back into this bout, uh, Kagiyaki moved forward, but his feet didn't. Yeah. And that allowed Kaisei to slap him to the ground. He was felled like a tree. He came crashing down. His feet weren't able to stay underneath him. And Kaisei picks up a fourth win. He's clawing these back one at a time at Magashira 17, keeping it even. He's four and four and will need to... Uh, Need to keep it up in the second it, week. It could be worse for Kaisei, I it reckon. Could, could be, actually. <laughs> Kagiyaki, he's three and five. Akua next against Tochinoshin. Tochinoshin at the Tachiai move to the left, popped his head on the back of Akua's head to pull him through. But because of his injury, it's all very ginger and slow movement from him. And Akua had time to follow him around and instead push him out over the bales. So an Oshidashi win for Akua. So you didn't see, this felt a little bit cheap. To me, the Tochinoshin Tachiai was a bit of a weak move to the side. Yeah, he definitely moved to the side, but, but I just think it was, it wasn't, yeah, he wasn't the, able to do anything. Yeah, there wasn't enough. You need to do a bit more than that if you want to get around Akua. Akua, four and four now. We've got a few ricochet on that score coming into the middle day. Tochinoshin, two wins, three losses, three days off. 
Ishiura was up next against Chiyomaru. The size difference, very obvious <laughs> to see here. Chiyomaru opened with uh, thrusting attacks that unsettled Ishiura, but Ishiura was watching the follow-up attack carefully, shot either side a couple of times to stay out of harm's way. Chiyomaru continued forward, but here I noticed how carefully Chiyomaru was engaging Ishiura. He really made sure that he didn't, you know, overcommit to an attack and give Ishiura an opening. And the result was that Chiyomaru was able to continue moving forward and thrust Ishiura out over the bales. Yeah, you're right. Chiyomaru stayed so focused and steady. And right at the end, it was crucial. He was patient. And then with his right forearm, he stopped two of Ishiura's low attacks, Ah. which I think was really, really important. I think he'd be really, really happy with today's performance and an important win. Another Rikishi moving to four and four. He is. That's Chiyomaru and Ishiura is three and five. Chionakuni up against Hokuto Fuji. Chionakuni down early at the touchy eye as usual. Hokuto Fuji moved to his left and straight away got a belt grip on Chionakuni's Sagari only. His fingers kind of grasped around it. He couldn't get the belt. But he was in a good position on the side here from that that movement and attacked Chionakuni with the full force of his body, shoving him across the doyo and out for a big recovery win, I would call it, for Hokuto Fuji. Well, Hokuto Fuji seemed to do a fair bit of work with the Sagari clenched in his left hand. Looking at the replay, it's like he made it work. I know. It was like he was doing the movement you would with the hand on the belt, belt. but without it. Mm. Was I, this a meet and move? I oh, I can't remember this one in I, my head, how, I, how dirty this was. No, I, I didn't see it. I, I thought it was a, just a very clean and fast touch. Yeah, in that, my memory it was good. Yeah, it, it just maybe caught Chinakuni mm. by surprise a little. But as you said, a great win for Hokuto Fuji moves to six and two. With that loss, Chinakuni, another ricochet on four and four. Maegashira, 11, Kodnawaka, don't know why I'm telling you his rank, up against Yutakiyama. Might be important. Might be important. Guess what? It's not. Yutakiyama came out firing. The thrusting attacks aimed high on Kodnawaka. They worked briefly, but really, Kodnawaka never looked like he was going to lose his feet. He waited out Yutakiyama's attacks before moving in and bodying Yutakiyama over the bales, Yori Kitty. Yutakiyama, I thought, did better today. He stood steady against the equally big Kodnawaka. He took the Noroa. He got some good supari in, escaped off the bales at once, but he, he couldn't complete any attacks of his own and he had to give up again on the edge and just sort of let himself be taken over. So it was another another loss, obviously, for him, but it wasn't a it was a better effort. Yutakiyama fans, are they jumping ship? To Kodnawaka? No, no, just, oh, just not, not getting supporting off the boat. him anymore. Yeah. Uh, not a lot to like about his performance so far. No, no. I mean, I, I'm trying to stay with you him, are, but it actually yep. is a little bit hard because he has been injured and been a little bit down on his luck for yeah. a while. Yep. And he isn't really giving the vibe of sumo that I would like in defeat. Like someone perhaps like Shohozan or, or Nosho always will just bang out there mm. and just go for it. Whereas Yutakiyama sometimes has like, I don't know, Ichi Nojo vibes or something where he just goes a bit tired and gets a bit like, oh, well, I'm not going to win again. Yeah, and just can't find his way into these bouts, can he? Yeah. And we saw it today. Uh, a great win for Kodnawaka. Much needed, as you might say. Kodnawaka mm-hmm. three and five, Yutakiyama two and six. Abi came up next against Hidna Umi. And he just has an unrelenting Noroa at the moment. The right hand that forces Hidna Umi to back off. 
He extricated himself, but it was too late and Hidenumi was taken over the bales Yorikiri. Yeah, not much to say about this. Arby just dominated this yeah, one. Arby power. Yeah, this is he's back to his winning ways, yeah. doing what he likes to do. Picks up his seventh win. He's seven and one now. Poor old Hidenumi, who had had a couple of good days leading up to it, just didn't get a look in today. He is five and three. Kotoeko up next against Teretsuyoshi. Kotoeko looking for that first win. Mm. He's so desperate. At the touchy eye, though, it appeared as though Teretsuyoshi mistimed his move forward. He seemed to go too early, ended up too low. Kotoeko just wasn't there to hold Teretsuyoshi up almost. Yeah. Teretsuyoshi overbalanced forward. Kotoeko slaps him down. That's a it win. It was like Teretsuyoshi presented his head to Kotoeko for a slap down. He just went way too low. Kotoeko moved, had moved to the side, but all of a sudden where his hand was was Teretsuyoshi's head. Did Kotoeko move to the side? Yeah. Oh, okay, right. I didn't see that. Um, yeah, but Teretsuyoshi I think would watch the replay and go, I really messed that one up. Yeah, I think so. It it was more for me Teretsuyoshi's mistake yeah, than absolutely. anything Kotoeko did. I'll forgive Kotoeko anything at the touchy at the moment. <laughs> he is uh, one win. And seven losses, Teretsuyoshi is three and five. But Gambare Kotoeko, you've got one on the board. His road to Kachikoshi is still on it. Yep. Might get there. Ura was next against Chiataru. And it's like everyone wants to go at the Henka slash meet and move at the moment. Like It's like Ura's seen people do it and go, I, I want to try this because I feel like I could be really good at it and I feel like I could get a few wins from it. It really has that flavour to me at the moment. Oh. This basho. You want to have a go? It's crazy. And Ura goes for it today. He jumps out of the way. Chiatari is just left charging forward. Fair enough. Um, and Ura swings him down with the shoulder. So the Kimarite here is given oh. as a katasukashi. Interesting. Uh, Magaki Oyakata had something to say about this oh, one. Yeah? It, he he was said, Ura isn't a small rikishi. Why is he? Why does he always do this small rickety style of sumo? Mm. It's quite interesting. Ura isn't a small guy. No, he's chock. Um, he's big. Yeah. I mean, I hate saying this, but it's a dog act. <laughs> I it? think so. I feel very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, we, we try to analyse the situation and Ura doesn't do it a lot. So that plays yeah, into that, his favour. That's fine. Chiyotaru, a rickety known for charging yes. in at the touchy eye. This happens to him quite a bit. Yeah. So therefore it's a good ploy, it's a good plan against him. But we always come back to this one um, tenet, which is that it denies us of good sumo. Yeah. It's just kind of a waste of time in a way. Like if we've seen so many variations today even, but this basho as well, and some I find more enjoyable than others, mm. some I find more acceptable than others. But uh, overall, you know, I wish we could see really good bouts. I they don't even have to be long. I do want to go back to the idea we pitched a few months ago around the, the Henker token system. Oh, yeah. Because cause I feel at the moment we're all torn. I feel like the sumo community is torn about <laughs> Henker. Yeah. If you've got the token, you're allowed to do it. If you don't have the token, you don't. We suggested three per year. Yeah, three per year. Which feels a little bit high perhaps. I think that's, I think that's okay. Two Mate, or three per year. Well, I think it's two. And if or you use you your two, one? oh, you could earn one. Yeah, or maybe... By application, you could get a third. Mm. Or a sponsor could sponsor you sponsor, for a third, but only idea. three. Great three idea. is the absolute. Yeah, that's hard. To top. And so you do it. You do like a uh, Pokemon Henker or a um, 
Nintendo Switch hanker. Oh, yeah, okay. I feel wow. like think about games. Yeah. You the Nissan a, yes, hanker. That's right. A so sumo Mainichi hanker. We yeah. could sponsor one. Oh, well. I don't think I put my money there. <laughs> no, but maybe interesting idea. Another hanker. Another day in this interesting basho. Ura moves to 6-2 with that win. Chiyotaru 5-3. Aoyama up next against Shimano Umi. Aoyama came out attacking. Uh, he did manage to move Shimano Umi back, but Shimano Umi stayed in control under immense pressure, slipped aside and then went on the attack. Aoyama was lucky to not give up his belt as he was spun around. This had Okari Dashi written yes. all over it, but Aoyama got back around to face Shimano Umi and then, then they locked up in the middle. But it was Shimano Umi who initiated, heaved Aoyama back, and then Aoyama just let his body relax as he was taken across the bales. <laughs> he sure did. This is Shimano Umi's third win, a bit of a revival from him. I call it a semi-revival. Better movement, better forward movement, and good defence against Aoyama's forward movement. So three and five for both these guys on Nakabi. Tobizaru came up next against Tamawashi, and today he did not want to let Tamawashi run over him at the touchy eye, which is a really good plan because Tamawashi can win very early. Tobizaru bounced off him a few times, but he stayed really watchful and careful, staying back from Tamawashi and all his power. They locked up hand to hand, so they both had their hands outstretched and clutched each other's hands, bodies nowhere near each other. Then Tobizaru went for a huge kick of the right leg of Tamawashi and it worked. At the same time, he applied a force downwards and it's a kekayashi yeah, win the, for Tobizaru. The inner foot sweep? Uh, yeah. Something like Kicking that. Kicking out of the foot. Uh, this was quite brilliant from Tobizaru. I thought he did really well to keep Tamawashi at bay. There was even a magical moment of separation there, which we've seen work and not work for Tobizaru. Mm -hmm. But boy, when, when your legs sweep and it works that well, you know. Well, Tamawashi can't watch out for everything. No, he can't. It could have been something that he might have known was coming, but, you know, where's it, which side is it going to oh, come from? And when's it going and to when? come? I thought it was very clever, Sumo, from Tobizaru, who picks up his fifth win there. He's five and three. Tamawashi's still doing very well on six and two. Takiyasu up next against Chiyoshoma. Strong touchy eye. And after they slammed into each other, Chiyoshoma emerged with the single-handed belt grip. Takiyasu reached forward, desperate to find his own grip. Now, I heard a big slap here before Takiyasu got on the Chiyoshoma belt. Mm. Didn't know what it was until I saw the replay. But Chiyoshoma smacked Takiyasu with the right hand. Now, I don't know whether this is coincidence or not, but that exact moment after Takiyasu got on the belt. Yes. Uh... There was a bit of a grunt and Takiyasu was not waiting around today. He took the advantage, drove Chiyoshoma back and over the bales, Yorikiri. Great sumo from Takiyasu. Much more like what we want to see on the belt, strong and powerful. Read that hit. I think sometimes when a Rikishi is about to engage, they will suddenly do a slap as a distraction. So I thought maybe when you said that, Mm, that yeah. Takiyasu was doing that as a sudden distraction before he drove forward. Yeah. But it was Chiyoshoma uh, with, the, with the slap. Which is uncalled for. Oh, rude. Really, yeah. <laughs> and he pays today. He's four and four with that loss. Takiyasu, five and three. Onosho came up against Hoshoryu, both with their beautiful red mawashi. There was a mata from Onosho, as there often is. 
And then Onosho just used Hoshoryu's chest for Batsukari. He slid back Hoshoryu and as he got to the bales, as he hit them with his foot, he turned around and dumped Onosho across. A very sweet and decisive move from Hoshoryu. Yeah, it was beautiful, given Katasakashi as well, which I think is a yeah. little bit generous. So it must have been the up under the shoulder to move oh. him around there. Oh, yeah, I think he might have brushed his shoulder as <laughs> Onosho went past. <sighs> Onosho's going to lose bouts like this occasionally when he's, um, you know, pouring everything. It was into a bit one dimensional, wasn't it? It was a little bit, but, you know, he wanted to finish this one quickly and mm. he paid the price. Oshoryu steadies the ship at four and four. That's pretty good for him. It's really it's been a good. rough first week. So for him to emerge with that score is great news. Onosho is two and six. Takanosho and Wakataka Kage up next. Takanosho straight out of the touchy eye, got right into Wakataka Kage's personal space <laughs> and pressured Wakataka Kage, cleverly attacking underneath the Wakataka Kage thrusts. This kept Wakataka Kage high. And with no real center of gravity or a strong center of gravity, Takanosho was able to move Wakataka Kage back and push him over the bales, Oshidashi. Yeah, he was in his limpet form today, Takanosho. A good evolution for him. Wakataka Kage just couldn't pull himself free. It was a combination of Takanosho coming forward, but Wakataka Kage was trying desperately to pull himself out and hopefully to pull Takanosho down in the process. But you know, the combination of both of those things were, was a disaster for him. Takanosha was too stable and he got a crucial 5-3 win and he's starting to look a little bit more stable in terms of score now as well as in body at Magashira too. Wakataka yeah. Kage though, uh, not so much. <laughs> he's two and six. Yeah, well, I mean, you're right exactly that Takanosha, the every win matters because the top of the Maegashira and Komasubi not doing so no. well. Might be room for him back there yet. He could jump straight to Sekiwake actually if he does. Oh, not Sekiwake. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Komasubi. Komasubi. <laughs> I mean, I love the idea. Don't <laughs> yeah, get me I know, wrong. Got, but had a rush of blood yeah. to the head. <laughs> He's Yokozuna now. <laughs> you go, Takanosho. Daisho was up next against Komasubi Kiribayama. Daisho had had some cupping overnight and he went out hard with the windmill Tsupari. And to be honest, Kiribayama did a great job of deflecting it up and over to the sides of his head, I thought. He tried moving around each side of Daisho, slapping him to one side, then the other side, then the other again. Daisho tried to stabilise, but his body was forward at this point. He'd really been moved around a lot by Kiribayama. And it was a classic overbalance forwards. Kiribayama's defence, I thought was working well today against Daesho's attack, but then he was able to move him a lot, which got him the win. A real feature of Kiribayama's uh, bout today. Looked very calm out there. Yeah, he did. Handled Daesho. I mean, Daesho was doing what he does to get wins. Mm. And Kiribayama just kept his head up, eyes on Daesho. And the timing of his movement, Yep. was really, really spot I do on. think it was much more his style of sumo Kiribayama yeah, today. Totally. That come from this side, come from this side, yep. but well-timed and more calm. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of people who needed a win, Komasubi <laughs> Kiribayama, that's his second win. He's two and six. Daesho at Magashira one is three and five. Sekiwake, Mitakumi up next against Okunumi. Mitakumi made this one look easy. He moved in close at the touchy eye, grabbed Okonomi's belt and walked him back across the bales. What went on here? 
Oh, it was just Mitakeumi getting close and being strong, I think. He didn't let Okunumi do anything because he was so close. But it was a surprise that Okunumi couldn't pull away or move to the side. They are quite evenly matched, these two, in terms of their record. It's now 6-5 to Mitakumi, but they came in even today. But yeah, Okunumi just, just was shut down. Yeah, absolutely. So Sekiwake Mitakumi moves to 7-1, and one, Okunumi 2-6. and six. Takura Fuji came up next against Sekiwake Meisei. Meisei came forward and immediately was locked up by Takura Fuji with the arms. Takura Fuji tried a pull down, but Meisei was very stable. And from here, he went low. He was on a dangerous angle, I thought, here with one leg outstretched quite far. Yeah. But he was up underneath Takara Fuji's armpits and because Takara Fuji had his arms locked, he couldn't push him down as easily. There was a lot of pressure being applied forward and so when Takara Fuji backed off, Meisei did start to fall but he had enough momentum to make sure that Takara Fuji was crushed down mm. first. It was good sumo from Meisei. I think what was particularly encouraging was to see him control a bout mm. that was at Takara Fuji's pace. This was not at Meisei's pace. Great point. He looked in control, just worked with what was there patiently. Uh, got it was that more win. like Sekiwake Sumo where you have to, Completely you can't agree. just do your own thing and win with yep. that and not win when you can't do your own sumo. Yep. It's that you can adapt as well. Yeah. So really, really good to see from Meisei. Four and four. Boy, there are a lot of much needed wins today. Yep. Takara Fuji, three and five with that loss. Ozeki Shodai up against Myogiryu. Myogiryu shot out of the Tachiyai at great speed, but Shodai waited, took the charge, then twisted Myogiryu to the dirt. Again, I don't know exactly what went wrong no. here for Myogiryu, but something went horribly wrong. He was cartwheeled down. It's just such a surprise to see him losing pretty much nonstop Myogiryu yeah. because of how well he did last time and how confident he looked and how he was able to just come out and control about. But today, sure, I didn't look particularly bothered no. and just got him down easily. Yeah, Mjolgiri throwing himself perhaps too hard. Could be. At someone who very rarely gets rattled at the touchy eye. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't really get himself in a flap shot eye no. and he moves to five and three today. Mjolgiri is two and six. Well, up next we had... Komasubi Ichinojo up against Ozeki Takakesho. Takakesho came out well at the touchy eye. He got one big shove of Ichinojo and Ichinojo was moved backwards. But Takakesho couldn't find the remaining shoves to get him out. They bandied around with the arms a bit. They started to get locked up. There was quite a bit of back and forth. And I thought Takakesho looked in trouble here because Ichinojo was really coming forward and trying desperately for a belt grip. Very slowly, Ichinojo <laughs> reached down and locked his right hand on the Maimawashi, on the front like of the Maimawashi. Perfectly in the middle. Just it was almost so like slowly. two in the middle. Yep. Yeah. And Takakesho couldn't stop him doing that. They, <laughs> they then locked up. Uh, Takakesho tried to kick Ichinojo's <laughs> foot out from under him. It didn't work, but I admired the effort. Yeah, look, I mean, it did nothing though, did I'm it? I'm not sure you ever... It's not his thing. His legs are too short. If he's not overbalanced already, you're not going to be able to kick Ichinojo exactly. down. But Takakesho was now in such a difficult position with that belt grip from Ichinojo. They were really playing handsies here. Takakesho was trying to keep Ichinojo off his belt on the other side. Suddenly with a flash, and I mean suddenly there was... It was quite a long bout. This was like a minute of them kind of waiting to see what was going to happen. 
With a flash, Ichinojo grabbed the belt on the other side, took Takakesho around to the edge, and despite Takakesho being able to crab walk himself around the Tuara for a little bit, trying to save himself, Ichinojo followed him and ejected Takakesho from the ring. Ichinojo stepped out as well. So Takakesho fell and Ichinojo stepped out at the same time. It was given to Ichinojo. Well, this is where it gets weird. Butamonui was called. <laughs> Two minutes 47 on the clock when this one finished. Yeah, right. That was longer than I even said. So they were well, locked up for probably a minute and a half. Yeah, it was a very, very long bout. Monoe, mm-hmm. we go, fair enough. It looked pretty close. Yeah, so we were really like eyeballing the replay. The first replay we see uh, shows Takakesho in the air, but Ichinojo's foot maybe stepping out first. But we thought this is probably a Torinawashi. Yep. They're, they're ready to give their announcement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they overturn the result. It's given to Takakesho. Yep. The crowd go wild. Yep. I was going wild, going, this is the worst call I've ever heard. Then we hear the magic word, Hansoku. <laughs> so the second replay we see, and this was very early, it, like in the first 30 seconds of the bout, we see Ichinojo's left hand go up into Takakesho's hair and pull at the hair. Yeah, clasp. So... The difference is you can have your hand with the fingers outstretched and you can pull on the head that way, but with your fingers flat. But it was quite clear that he was clenching his fingers and not only for a short, like uh. I accidentally raked my fingers through your beautiful oiled hair. Yeah. It's I've, I've got them in there and I'm doing something with it. So I saw this while yeah. the bout was going, but I didn't say anything because I thought, well, if that's a hair pull, that's the most obvious hair pull and they'll stop the bout. Yeah. Do they ever stop well, the bout when they see it? I think... I don't know. I guess Be- you have to wait until the end. Because the hair pull Hansokus we've seen have happened in the finishing move. Yeah. So it'll be a pull down via yep. the hair uh, and then that's pulled up. So, But also I guess if Takakesho won, like if that went on from there, Ichinojo did the hair pull, Takakesho went on to easily win, yeah. would they bother calling a monoe then to say we're overturning uh, the kimarite, or would they just say to the kimarite oh, guy? Great question. It's actually question. this. And, and in fact, it's this was weird only because the way it played out was close. Yes. So they were right. always going to call a monoe to yep. have a look at the hair pull. Yeah. I found it interesting though that the replay people went and chose the shots of the foot going out first. Yeah. So I think everyone was a little bit unsure of what was going on here, but in the end. Ozeki Takakesho gets the win. I, I can only describe this as a brain explosion from Ichi Nojo. Look at the replay. It's yeah. so blatant. I mean, I never know how much it's, it's, um, I don't think it was on purpose. I think your hand just gets in there and then. You give it a little tug. Just a little tug. I'm not sure whether you think you could get away with that oh, yeah. <laughs> or not. I mean, I think he was just uh, going with the flow of it. I, I don't think he was necessarily trying to win with it. It just happened. It just happened, yeah. Um, but he, he does and he should. It's a, an illegal move. Yeah. Get punished for it. It's a pity because it was a great bout from Ichinojo. Yeah. Probably the best sumo we've seen from him so yep. far. Yep. But at the end of the day, the Kimarate will stand. Hansoku Ozeki Takakesho's win will stand. He's 8-0. Kachikoshi for the Ozeki. Yep. Important. Very, and very important. Not only is it the best sumo we've seen from Ichinojo, but it's the most trouble Takakesho has had. Yeah, that's true. So far. So to get away with that, he <laughs> should be just going straight out and buying a lottery ticket. Oh, absolutely. Actually, I nearly did that today because a bird pooed on me. Oh, okay. I didn't tell you. That's meant to be good luck. Yeah, I think so. I was out um, 
at the market. Yeah. Oh, it's, not a, it's not a good thing. It's not a good feeling. It was the bird was inside the market. Yeah, too. there's heaps of birds. Inside it was in the, the fish area. Oh, really? Um, and it pooed on me, and then I, I thought I should go and get a lottery ticket, but I didn't. Should have probably missed out on millions. That brings us to the last bout of the day: Yokozuna Terunofuji up against Maegashira for Endo. It was a decent enough touchy eye from Endo. Mm. Made Terunofuji move back initially, but when it was Terunofuji's turn, he charged forward. Hit Endo hard, drove him across the doyo and over the bales, pushed him out. Oshi dashi, a little bit disappointing from Endo. Yeah, it was. He didn't um, go as strongly as usual for that Maimawashi grip, yeah. but I mean, I'm not sure he knew quite what he would do with it anyway against Terran Official. True, but, but I think that probably would have been a play he could have yeah. tried. Yep, he definitely could have. He, he went low, but he, he couldn't get it. Um, and that's Kachikoshi for Terunofuji. It's his 16th in a row after he wow. dropped down to Johnny Dunn. So after he went, he got injured and he went down, he never hasn't had a Kachikoshi. He wow. has always had a Kachikoshi. Yeah. Let's not go okay, the double negatives there. So congratulations, Yokozuna Terunofuji, eight and zero, sharing the lead with Ozeki Takakesho, um, the lucky one today. On seven wins, we have Mitakumi. Sekiwake and Abi, and on six, Tamawashi, Ura, Hokuto Fuji, and Sadna Umi. All right, we have some interesting matchups tomorrow. Uh, let's start at the last bout of the day. Terana Fuji takes on Takiyasu. Yes, okay. Uh, it's 12 10 Takiyasu's way. Mm. So lots of in history the in the past, yeah. in the distant past, I would suggest. But Takiyasu brings a lot of experience to this bout. Knows what it's like to fight against Yokozuna. Yep. I don't think the occasion will get the better of him. It's probably just going to be Terana Fuji's sumo. Yep. Shodai takes on Endo. Takakesho takes on Hoshoryu tomorrow. They've met twice before. Takakesho has won both times, but you just don't know what's going to happen you with don't. Hoshoryu. Could he dump, turn around and dump Takakesho over the edge like he did with Onosho today? He might be able to. I think he could. Uh, Mitakumi takes on Meisei. Oh. Looking down the card, uh, Abi will go up against Chiyotaryu. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, I can't wait for that Sekiwake battle, Mitakumi Meisei. Absolutely. Very much looking forward to that. Um, so the scene is set. One week to go in this basho. Anything could happen. Yeah. We've got... Terunofuji Takakesho out front. We've got Mitakumi and Abi nipping at their heels. Mm. Oh boy, I think it's going to be a good one. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be back to bring you all the action from Day 9, Kyushu Basho 2021. We'll see you then. See you then. Bye.